Welcome to Transform Your Teaching. We are on the campus of Cedarville University, and Rob and I are going to start dropping some knowledge in something that we are calling coffee drops. We are sitting here in my office with some fancy new wireless microphones. Yep. Recording here in my office. So if it sounds a little bit different, that's probably why. But only maybe me and two other people in the whole world care about that. <laughs> um, but we're having literally having our afternoon coffee. And we're just going to drop some knowledge and have a quick discussion. We're going to do this every now and then as we see fit. And if there's something burning in our minds to talk about, this is what we'll do. Yeah. So I think one thing we could say right off the bat is that coffee after 2 p.m. Yep. is not a good idea. If you're going to do coffee, do it before 2 p.m. That way you do not interrupt your sleep cycle. Having said that, uh-huh. let us move forward with coffee drops. Yes, as I finish up my it's after 2 when we're recording this. <laughs> so I will be up for the next 12 hours. Uh, That's what you're saying. Yeah, so Dr. Jeff Guernsey, uh, in response to one of our podcasts friend of the podcast yes very much so and and thank you for your your shout out to us dr guernsey and we appreciate your support he sent us a link to a an article by faculty focus calling teaching and thinking with technology jared you and i both kind of had some senses about this and yes. reactions to it why don't you start off and and let it, let our listeners know you know, kind of give it a gist and then what really hit you. Sure. So the article talks about OpenAI and ChatGPT, which is what we've been talking about in our series just recently, if you've been listening. And it really hones in on what Rob and I, and I really our whole department have been talking about for a long time, is that higher education tends to be a little behind on the technology curve. Mm -hmm. I think that's a fair assessment of it. And this article, um, I didn't see the author's name, whose name is Vladimir Bratik, who is a associate professor of communication studies at Hollins University. Mm -hmm. He mentions in it the need, especially with the growth of AI and chat GPT, the desperate need for higher education to catch up. And he talks a lot about how we're a bit behind in that. And one spot in particular that I really like is he talks about um, how every classroom is equipped with a computer projection screen, but such a setup is primarily used as a replacement for handwriting on the chalkboard a long way off from the full utilization of all the powers of the internet. Um, and that, I mean, I'm, I was in my office just kind of celebrating a bit because this is what I have been saying forever is that we're higher education's a bit behind. And I, there's various reasons for that. And I could go on forever talking about that, but I, that's what hit me the most is just the, the, He's right on. And if we if higher education doesn't pivot at this point, then it's going to be even further behind and not preparing students for life outside of 
higher education. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. He uses the term collaborative brain technology learning. And I thought that was an interesting approach, essentially looking at shifting delivery of content from the professor and putting that into the hands of something like AI. Obviously, there's a lot of steps in between. But what I also thought was very interesting was his emphasis on critical thinking. So it wasn't just listen to what it had to say. In other words, don't just take AI, you know, carte blanche. Don't just believe everything that it says. Right. And you and I have had those conversations like that's going to be crucially important for students. And we're going to get to that in another podcast. But um, I think the same thing goes here is that we should be using these kinds of tools to increase the critical thinking skills especially of believers, especially of Christian higher education. Right. Because this stuff, like you said, it's not going away. And if our students are just taking it, let's just let's just assume they are using it. I think we can all agree the fact that a lot of them are. Right. Yeah, I, I would say that's a guarantee. But I think beyond just the whole idea of using it to write your papers I think there's going to be even more of them relying on it, looking to it to answer its their questions. And, you know, we can get into some theological discussions about this. We just don't have the time for this, this particular um, venue. But they can't be depending on ChatGPT. They've got to be critical, and they that means they need to understand how to think critically. Right. I mean, I think you can speak to that a little bit from your experience as, you know, an English teacher, mm-hmm. which is, and that's one of the things we talk about, you know, students here at Cedarville should be able to express themselves in written form in a way that's honoring to Christ, but it also is clear and it shows a logical progression of thought within a biblical worldview. Higher education is at a pivotal point mm-hmm. right now. Education in general is, but um, higher education for sure. And you mentioned that this stuff isn't going away. You know, you look at fads throughout education. K-12 is notorious for, well, now we're doing this and 10, 10 years later or 10 minutes later, it could be, oh, never mind. That doesn't work anymore. Now we're doing this instead. Like Second Life? Stuff like that. Yeah. Like, or the pendulum's going to swing back the other direction. I remember there was a World of Warcraft style of game that they were trying to push into um, K-12 that was very much like gamifying, but it was giving experience points based on how well the student acted in class. It was totally a classroom management tool. That was cool for like two months, and then people were like, this is dumb. So they're no longer, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. But this is something that I think is so already ingrained in our culture and in our society, and like we've talked about before, AI has been in place way before ChatGPT ever reared its head. Yeah. We've, we've, it's been embedded. It's already yeah, there. It is. But now for the first time, it's really kind of become a forefront, right in the middle, I mean, right in front of us. 
And I don't think it's going to go away. It's not a fad that's going to. No. And I could, if I eat my words and in six months we're not talking about this anymore, I will gladly eat my hat and go away forever, you know? But I don't see this going away. And I think it's crucial, absolutely crucial, that educators in higher education take a stance, either for or against or adapting. We're going to talk later on in this podcast, another episode about adapting it or abandoning it. Based on my experiences this summer, I'm already thinking that I'm going to embrace it and there's, it's going to be part of my regular curriculum. Yeah. But I think it's just an absolutely crucial point. And th this article, we'll put a link to the article in our show notes for it. It really makes you think, and there's a lot of really good points that are made in it. Yeah, I think one of the, is like ending salvo, if I may, is um, he doesn't, he's not just... He's not just a fanboy, if I can use that word. He's not just a fanatic about AI. Um, I think he's fairly even-handed with it because he does discuss in the article issues, um, you know, the algorithmic biases that are that are prevalent. So we wanted to just to come on real quick and give you our thoughts on this article. We'll put it in our show notes, and and if you want to contact us just like professor guernsey did uh you can send us an email at ctl podcast that's c is in center t is in teaching l is in learning ctl podcast at cedarville.edu we'd love to hear from you and any feedback that you have anything else you want to add dr no, robert that's it. that's it for our inaugural coffee drops oh yeah anchor work we're doing this recording with the Anchor Work. Not, hashtag not an ad. Not an ad. Just they are wireless lavalier microphones. They are super cool. They are. And they're not expensive. They're really not. No. Maybe they'll sponsor one of our future episodes if That'd we keep using them. Hashtag not an ad. Not hashtag an ad. could be an ad. Could be an ad. Hashtag give us money. <laughs> 